Hello and welcome to another episode of One Sporting Way. I am back. And as always, I'm back with my co-hosts, Dave and Remy. Remy, how you doing and what are you drinking? I am perished. I don't um, know what that means. Perished? Dead? Like you're dead? <laughs> oh, like you're I dead? I have been perished. Yeah. I am now a genie. You have three wishes. <laughs> or like you're a food, like past its expiration date. That is the perfect way to describe how I'm <laughs> feeling right now. I've never heard someone as a person describe themselves that way, though. Oh, I love using that word. It's like so funny. <laughs> my family always uses it. Um, I literally just got home from playing my first competitive soccer game in it like in a league in two years um nice since the pandemic started it felt really good to be back and get a team together but oh boy we are we are all <laughs> feeling it like my lungs still hurt very bad and I'm how thinking, did it go oh it was so fun we we didn't score so at the place that i play they do 10 minute four 10 minute quarters um, we didn't score until the last quarter, but then we scored like five in a row right away. So, oh, so nice. Um, so did you guys win? Um, I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds great. It sounds like uh, it was a tie. Fun to fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm drinking three drinks, which is a one sporting way record. Wow. Um, I'm drinking Gatorade Berry Thirst Quencher, Gatorade nice. Zero Orange, and Agua. I'm sensing a theme. Because <laughs> I'm scared I'm going to get like a migraine from dehydration and then I will be for real perished. So. Okay. But yeah. Um, I respect that. I will be going to bed at 6 p.m. Also, probably. I will say Robin and I have already taken naps today. So it's just a it's just a Sunday of naps and early bedtimes. Yeah. If you heard that click, that was me unscrewing the lid of my <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> Yeah, that was one. We can we can move it in editing so it sounds like you said that right when I, Riley asked how you were doing. Although, as we heard last week, it's a little bit dangerous to have too much fun with editing. Oh, I, I uh, loved it. Oh, my oh, God. It was awesome. The police sirens like had I'm me laughing guys, out loud. I'm glad you guys liked it because it was literally just this super simple tool in audacity which is free so like that gives you an idea of like the level of sound effects we're dealing with but yeah i'm glad you guys liked it yeah it was <laughs> so fun make zero money on this podcast so <laughs> yes, getting true free stuff for sound effects is the ex expectation of our editing mm -hmm. absolutely yeah well i i will give um i'm giving a shout out to two people two of our listeners are also on my soccer team tucker who was a guest star on our season one uh and then jake he was like i'm looking forward to listening to it midweek to oh yeah get something i don't remember what he said just like looks look forward to something so shout out to tucker and jake thanks for being on my soccer team Absolutely. And speaking of Jake, that guy always gets on me when we skip a week. Always. Aww. He's always texting oh, me. Wow. He's like, hey, man, uh, my Tuesday wasn't quite as good as it normally was this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's like the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so great. Uh, yeah, I was at his house the other day. And he was like, man, I didn't get to uh, enjoy a new episode this week. What's going on with that? And I was like, oh, man. But actually, I love it because, yeah, it shows he's listening. It's super sweet. Um, That's anyway, Dave, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Man, okay, I am doing great. I just installed a pull-up bar in my basement, Ooh. which means here in another 9 to 12 months, I'll probably be strong enough to use it. 
Um, <laughs> he will be I, Dave I, the Rock Wilson. Yes, absolutely. I could already feel my biceps are slightly bigger just from like having it down there. You know, <laughs> like you get a little, it's like an introductory offer to cable. Like you get a little stronger from having the pull up bar and then you have to use it. Um, That's yes. definitely but, how that works. But yes, I, I'll be honest, Riley, I have to give you major, major props because I did the intro last week and in my mind, so I've done the intro once before when you were gone and it was a little flat compared to your enthusiastic intros. So in my mind, I was like, Dave, just be cartoonishly excited. Like, oh, be I so- listened. You did awesome. Yes. Oh, thank you. So uh, like, I was like trying to be so excited that I would hate myself. And in my mind, that's like where I got to where I'd like, I'd be like obnoxious. <laughs> and, and so then my I was gosh. like, wow, I like, I way overdid that. Like that was like so much. And then like, I listened back to it. And the first time I listened to it in editing, it sounded like the voice of a man who just found out that his florist business went out of like went <laughs> oh under gosh. and now he has to Wait. focus on his funeral home no you did fantastic <laughs> I, I so Dave created a whole narrative for this yes that, <laughs> that is the voice that i heard but i just had to give you some credit because it was impressive but um anyway I also have to apologize because look what I am drinking this week um you can't quite know. see it's it covered see. in a it's covered in a koozie it is covered in a very stylish koozie Did you knit that, that my Dave? sister, no, my sister sent it to me and it was a great Christmas gift, but I never get to use it because I always use, um, I always use cans and it only fits on bottles, but yeah. I am drinking, oh wait, no, never mind. <clears throat> we can just cut this whole piece about nope, apologizing in. <laughs> to Riley, but because I thought for some reason I was drinking the Boulevard Lemon Ginger Rattler. And no, this is a completely different beer. This is Lining Kugel's Summer Shandy. Yeah, why, it would is. You, why would you apologize? He knows how much I love them. I, yeah, and so oh. it'd be like it, it'd be like scoring if Golden a goal Road went and, out of business in Kansas City. Yeah, and then I drank one in front of you. Like yeah. that's oh, okay. what it would be like. That would be um, yeah. Or or if I scored a goal and Daniel Shallowy just had to sit there in a chair and watch, and he couldn't get in on the fun, you know. I'm really struggling, and that was too far from the mic. I'm really struggling this week, so let's just kick it over to Riley. How are you doing, and what are you drinking? Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm tired. I've had uh, – Remy uh, – you guys heard last week Remy was here in South Carolina. The day after Remy left, my in-laws came into town, and then my in-laws were here for a week, and then we had three days, and then my buddy Ricky was here this last weekend, and he just left this afternoon after he went and ate fried chicken. And it was all so much fun. I loved having everyone here. I loved having Remy here. Everyone. It was awesome. Rank your but guests as most fun. One to three. I, I love them all <laughs> equally and okay. for different Ooh. reasons. <laughs> That's a cop out. <laughs> I'm a teacher. It's what we do. Um, I am just happy to have a couple days here in my home with just Robin and I doing our normal rhythms before spring break here starts on Friday, and I will then fly to Kansas City for three days. Uh, I'm I will be at the sporting game on Saturday, first Woo! one Let's in a hot go. minute. So hey, that's such a crazy coincidence because I'll be at that game too. Oh, oh weird. weird! I will also be in attendance. <laughs> what? Well, How did that happen? Hey, can we sit together? No. <laughs> yes. And well, you guys don't of. have to bring a cardboard cutout of my face this time. We oh, were I'm just planning to like <laughs> we were thing. planning oh, to gosh. grow it. 
um, every game we went to. So eventually it'd be like life size. <laughs> eventually yes. it's the cauldron like flag that the they pulled out. It's just yeah. my face. <laughs> I'm just going to make you lay down on a piece of butcher paper in the parking lot and like trace you and like then an use art that. project gone wrong yes. <laughs> well, i will say uh, robin and i are planning on tailgating like as soon as the parking lot's open so anyone oh, that's same. listening if you want to come out and tailgate with us you are welcome to come join the one sporting way tailgate we'll just Aww. be in the general parking lot because i did not buy a pass <laughs> at all it will be a total blast i today am drinking a cayman jack cuban mojito uh Cayman Jacks are great. Their margaritas are awesome. And we got these yesterday with Ricky and we went to the beach and it turned out that it was about 60 degrees and very windy on the beach. So we lasted about 30 minutes and then we left. Aww. Well, I will say I'm really glad the weather cooperated when I was there because I just really needed some like vitamins from the sun. Oh, yeah. We just sat on the beach. Robin took a nap. That's how long we were there. Mm-hmm. It was great. But hey, so we're uh, we're 10 minutes in. And if you didn't know this, guys, <laughs> we're a soccer podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. We're probably like six minutes in because I yammered on for a while about very loosely relevant stuff. <laughs> yes. And I figured, you know, I I was gone last week. And so we should probably start off with the ba-da-da-da-da-da. Ding. Well, our trivia this week comes from Transfer Market. And the Ooh. question this week is who is the largest transfer fee that Sporting KC ever paid for? Hmm. That's a great question. And I'll even give a bonus point if you get within a million dollars of how much the fee was. Within a million dollars? Yes. That fee is bigger than I realized if that's the if that's the leeway you're giving us. Yep. Oh man. I'm like do like okay, can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Do you like designated players count? Yes. Okay. In fact, if I were you, I would lean towards DPs. <laughs> I would as well. Well, <laughs> I should not have asked that question in case Dave wasn't thinking that. You should, someone should explain what a DP is to our listeners. Basically, there's an MLS salary cap, but if these designated players, you get three of them per team and they don't count against the salary cap, so you can just play them pay them absolutely eye-watering sums of money so yeah but anyway the reason i was thinking it had to be a dp is like the highest salary players are re- you know realistically going to be the highest transfer fees as well um, i mean i think i have a guess but go for I, it i mean i haven't hold on DPs. i don't have a guess yet don't don't say anything yet okay i've got one okay i'll go first because i think dave went first last time maybe yep that, I think I'm I gonna say Omar Bravo. Omar Bravo. Yeah, my crush five ever in middle school <laughs> from the Wizards. Yeah. So I am gonna say that transfer fees have inflated so much that I feel like it's probably someone recent. That's what I was and thinking I, too. But I was on the fence. I almost said Nikola Voinovic, even though I have no idea if that's even close to true. But what I'm going with is Alan Polito. The correct answer is Alan Pulido for okay. a Woo. whopping. Actually, do you want hold to, on, hold on. Want to take me, a guess? Let me. I'm going to say a whopping $2.7 million. I'll say $2.71. Oh, come on. <laughs> just kidding. No. I'll, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. It, it's fine. Dude, I don't know. I'll say like two two point three. 
Y'all are significantly off. It is $9.5 million. Oh, my God. how much we pay the transfer fee for all in Whoa. That's insane. Can you search Omar Bravo? I'm curious. No. Okay. So our top five uh, biggest transfer fees... in or, or, or Alan Pulido, $9.5 million. Gotti Kinda for $4.07 million. That is such a huge gap. Yeah, wow. Omar Bravo, number three, at $2.97 million. Okay, at least I got, on the, I got in the top five list, top three list. And, and your money guess was like super close to Omar Bravo's It really was. Fee, number so. four, Robert uh, Volo- Vol- Voloder. That, that surprises me. Yes, at one point nine eight million, and then number five was uh, our uh, Gerso. Aww. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked Gerso. I, mean, I did yeah, like Gerso as well. All right. Well, da 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 da. Gulp. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our uh, highlights for the week. Last night, Sporting played Vancouver in a heartbreaking one nil loss at Vancouver with a goal. From Vancouver in the 73rd minute. Uh, some amazing play. The majority of the game from Tim Melia. And oh, yeah. what looked like a, a solid game. Where we had plenty of chances on goal. And we just could not convert anything. Um, Dave, Remy, what, what are you guys' thoughts? Well, I'll disagree with you right away, Riley. Because I know oh. when you love when that happens. I really <laughs> feel like we had like zero chance to win. Because we didn't have any chances on goal. The... I, I mean, honestly, I found myself kind of zoning out while I was watching it last night because it was so boring. Like, we know Sporting loves their possession, but even in the first half, Vancouver had higher possession than Sporting, and they're, like, dead last in possession. And then when we did have possession, they were just kind of content to just swing the ball around. Like, they weren't going forward. Vancouver's defense is not, like, top-notch, so why did we barely have any shots, let alone shots on goal? So that was frustrating to me. I'm like, how are you going to get the ball in the back of the net if you don't even shoot once in a while? See, I saw some some halfway decent chances on goal. We had more shots on goal than Vancouver did for the game. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not much of a stats person, but I was just like, this is so boring. Like, we aren't even close. Mm. I, I don't know. I was disappointed. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like losing to the last the team that's last in the conference and hasn't beaten anyone all year uh, to put you in a good mood. But I am yeah, starting to think th- this is going to be a bit of a long season, just the way we're playing. And I will say, to Remy's point about not having any attacking chances, so I didn't get the chance to watch this game live, but you know, watching the recap, it was like, wow, we didn't look very threatening. And then I was shocked to look at the stats on ESPN and see that we had like 11 or 12 shots or something. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and assume. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and assume that a lot of those were probably low quality or long range or something like that. Cause yeah, I just haven't seen anything that makes me think we're going to be anything but like struggling all year on offense like I think that's going to be the theme of the year hopefully it gets better but yeah I was I was pretty disappointed in it um what about you Riley what were your thoughts I mean it's it's one of those things where it it felt like a fairly even game going back and forth from my perspective but to your point Dave like it's the last place team in the league and we're going an even game with the last place team in the league which is not great news especially when we have Russell back, Johnny and Daniel are out there. Kyrie is out there. Like this is our starting lineup right now. 
Yeah. And I'm we went really... head-to-head and toe-to-toe with the last place team in the league and ended up yeah. on the losing side of that. I'm really hoping Nikola Voinovic turns out to be an amazing striker. And I think that's my only hope because we know we know Kyrie Shelton at this point. We know he's not a double-digit goals-per-season guy at all. And so unless Voinovic really steps up and starts carrying the team, I think we could just have a gaping hole in the roster at the center forward position that could hurt us all year. I'm just about to start a GoFundMe to give Alan Polito like a bionic knee if that would be helpful. Yeah, Seriously. something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's frustrating. It, it has been a it has been a frustrating start to the season. I think that's the best way I can mm-hmm. put it, especially coming off of last year where we were absolutely dominant on the offensive end and our problem was our defense. Yeah. I mean, I also just get kind of frustrated with the inconsistencies. Like we can be RSL, but then who's like always one of our top rivals and always like ends at the top of the board, but then we can't beat Vancouver. I mean, yeah. I, I think I remember last season saying that we, for some reason, always have trouble against the Canadian teams. And I yeah, don't know if it's because they play on like turf or it's like cold or it's a long travel day. I don't know. Like it's, why is it always the Canadian teams? I will also say, I mean, you mentioned RSL, but it's not like we played great and dominated them. Like even that, even though it was a win, it was still like, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't come away from that game feeling like oh yeah problems are all solved like we're on top of the world we snuck out of there with a lucky deflection that fell back to johnny russell and he he finished it well i don't know they got in the back of the net we got three points from it so we got three points and we do always show up at home like that is something like throughout our history as a team sporting kc tends to have an ability to win at home yeah, I would say so. So I I don't know the statistics on that, but I have a feeling that if we looked it up, Sporting probably has one of the best home records in the league. Do you guys have any other thoughts? I will say it was nice seeing Yuri out there again, but he subbed out at halftime and our back line is changing up. I mean, Ben Sweat was starting. Yeah, I yeah. I really liked watching Ben Sweat play. I think Me he too. could easily be the new Matt Beasler, but just on the left side. I There wasn't really any moment that I was like oh shoot like he really shouldn't have done that as like an experienced defender I think he was like winning challenges I thought he was doing well I thought EC did pretty well Remy Walters usually pretty consistent yeah it's weird I never thought I'd say our offense is like on the struggle bus this season I mean I will say like as much of a downer as the start to this season has been, I do kind of feel like our new signings have gotten off to a good start. Like, we haven't really seen Voloder. Like, maybe Courtney Ford hasn't been, like, super impressive. But I've been, like, really impressed by Jonice, really impressed by Ndenbe, Ben Sweat. Like, those guys have all looked really good. I don't know if Voinovich hasn't gotten too much time and hasn't scored yet, so... I'll put him in the maybe column, but I don't know. I'd say like, what do you guys think? Like if you're trying to take away a positive from the start to this season, I'd say maybe it's the new signings. In the long term, those new signings are going to be huge for us because every you see this with any major like kind of dynasty because for Sporting's missed the playoffs. What, like twice since they became Sporting KC? Something like, like that. it's very I, I think that's what it is. And so that is a that is a huge streak. And I think a lot of our players are aging out. I mean, you saw it with Graham Zuzzi and with Roger Espinoza, and you're seeing it with after Matt Beasley. Like, 
our team has gotten older and these new signings are our chance to say, hey, it's it's time to flip over a new leaf for sporting. And anytime you do that, there's going to be growing pains. So, hey, I don't have any more thoughts on the game. What, how about you guys? Last thought, the referee was so inconsistent and annoying and I don't like him and he's not a fan of Wait, I'm not a fan of him. There we go. <laughs> He's probably not a fan of us either, if no. I had to guess. He probably is. Exactly. And if he doesn't listen after this, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was aggressive. I'm sorry. All right. Well, let's move on to the Kansas City Current, another team that is near and dear to our hearts. First off, uh, not the greatest news coming out of KC Current either. Um, they had a 3-0 loss to Racing Louisville after a, an extremely hot start to the season, which I am... I think this is just going to be a blip on the radar. I think this is our season. But Lynn Williams went out with a knee surgery. Um, she was injured um, in March, and she's just been announced that she is out for the season because of a knee uh, surgery. But Louisville, I don't really want to talk about who scored their goals because it was three nothing. And but we got two games left in the in the group stage. Um, how do you, how are you guys feeling right now about current? I think it's okay to play in children's mercy park and not have a center forward miss the season with a knee injury. Like, I don't know why that's in the contract, but oh, like, shoot. cause like <laughs> basically Lynn Williams is now like Casey current, Alan Polito, like, or is Alan Polito sporting KC's Lynn Williams? Both. I mean, both. I, mean, I will was, say he was here first. I was going to say, yeah, if we're given points for originality, he had it first. <laughs> it was his idea. Let's first. Let's not make this a trend setting. deal. Yeah, exactly. Like wh whoever's doing the lease agreements really needs to just cut that clause out of there. But yeah, that's a huge bummer. Well, yeah. And um, Sam Mewis is also out. So our two best players are not doing well. But hey, bright side, Casey Current beat Houston Dash. Heck yeah, they did. Our number one most disliked soccer city. So they beat them three nothing. They yeah, pounded they killed them, them into the ground. Yeah. If I were to just name which NWSL team I hate the most. I have to say it'd be a no-brainer, and that's based on literally nothing. Just like their location. From, okay, they're is from it, Houston. it's just Houston. It's just yeah. Houston. <laughs> I'm sure they're all great gals. I'm sure. I'm sure. The one bummer right now for me, besides the loss of the game, is that I would love to watch the NWSL Cup. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Mm -hmm. Why is anything on Paramount+. Plus? It's the new BS that we refuse to say anymore. <gasps> Whoa. That's the positive we can take away. At we have least, a new rival. At least we have like four different ways to watch sporting now that are free and easily accessible to all. That yes. is always a positive. That is a huge positive. Part of me was honestly, when they announced it, they were like, you, you voiced your opinions and we listened. No more BS. All right. Well, that's all we got for Casey Current News. Uh, what's going on in other news, Remy? Okay, well, we're bringing back the segment from last week that I made up on the spot. Stolen stats with Remy. Insert siren noise here. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to find it. it I will send it to you, Riley. <laughs> yeah. Just do like a detective, a detective like dun 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 na na na. <laughs> okay, rapid fire. We only have like one kind of stat today, but it's really amazing for women's soccer. I'm sure most of you heard that there was a milestone reached with women's soccer attendance. So. The Women's Champions League uh, over in Europe, their quarterfinal between the uh, women's Barcelona team and Real Madrid sold a total of 91,553 
seats. There's a lot. Smashed a world record for a women's soccer game attendance. And um, that whole thing sold out in less than five days. That's got to be a record for women's sports, like, In general. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. I mean, just, like, even non-soccer fans to see that, to see how big soccer is, like, in Europe for women's sports as well. I mean, that's huge. Like, I... Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Right around Women's History Month, I was like ready to go run a marathon to celebrate women's soccer. It was awesome. All right, Detective Moyes activated. I don't know. Well done. All right, what else we got? All right, I'll take this one. Um, even though I can't pronounce his name, uh, our friend Marinos Jonis uh, scored an absolute banger for Cyprus against Estonia. So... I encourage everyone to go look that up. Really hard to describe it. Just picture an awesome long-range goal right into the corner. So, yeah. Here's super the thing. Cool I need him. him scoring bangers for us. Yeah, because sporting is definitely on his like priority list over his home country. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think he's just getting warmed up, you know? He's mm-hmm. like, you know, first I'll teach Estonia a lesson, and then I'll come back and teach the Colorado Rapids a thing or two. Like, I'd like to think that's his thought process. But you yeah, are, yeah, I bet you. you're spot on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally are. All right, the last bit, big news for U.S. soccer. Um, U.S. men's national team has qualified for the World Cup for the first time in eight years. Who would have yes. thought? Which is more than can be said for Italy, I will say. <laughs> they did not qualify. <laughs> it, it is an interesting World Cup draw because, you know, Canada won it for the CONCACAF. U.S. was in second. Mexico was in third. Like, it was just a weird, like, it's a weird grouping of that order. It's the first one Canada's qualified for in a long time. I think since the 90s. Yeah, yeah. We luckily just, like, made it in on getting to go we don't have to go to the the playoff for that costa rica has to play new zealand for a playoff spot which will be an interesting game to watch but we drew our group we're in group b with england iran and either Wales, scotland or ukraine one of those three there at the end the england game i'm pumped for me too oh my gosh Go, go ukraine i mean nothing against scotland or wales but like Come on, like it'd be pretty sweet if it would Ukraine be a cool beats story. Scotland, yes. and then they can beat Wales and qualify for. Let the, the World record Cup. show that this podcast stands with Ukraine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. That's that goes without saying. One hundred percent. Um, I think this this grouping could have been a lot worse. So I'm like oh, completely yeah. content with this group. I think, especially since our roster is like finally all of the the like young bucks of the US mm-hmm. like all the all the players. I'm so pumped. And it reminds me of like way back in the day, I think it was 2014 is when like Power and Light District hosted all of those World oh, Cup yeah. games on the big screen. I remember because that was the year I graduated high school, so like that whole summer was just so much fun like getting to watch the World Cup. Um I remember like Matt B Be- that was like one of the games Matt Beasler totally like showed up Ronaldo. No, it was uh, oh yeah, yeah, because we were playing Portugal and we almost beat Portugal. Yes, and Tim Howard had that howler where like it basically went Tim right... the brick wall Howard. Yeah, it went like right through him, pretty much, just right through his hands. But then it went off the post and came right back to him. Yeah, and all of our hearts skipped a beat. And that I think that was like one of the first times that like the whole country was like, oh wow, like Kansas City is like a soccer city. 
No, and Kansas City is a city that exists yes. that we all pay and attention it, there's to. There's people there who are not farmers. <laughs> yeah, do, is that the one where Ronaldo scored like an 89th minute yes. equalizer or something, and we're all just like? But I remember uh, we like cheered so loud at a oh, tie. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but it was Wait, so disappointing. Remy, were you at Power and Light for the Portugal game? Yeah, I was, was also at Power and Light for the Portugal Aww. game. <laughs> we weren't friends yet. You guys no. could have been standing right next to each other. I was for probably all we like, know. "Who's this guy?" Like being so loud in my ear. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Um, but before we wrap up, we have uh, two listener questions, and Hold I'm on. gonna I'm gonna ask before. Okay, before we move on. Um, Maybe we don't have time to fully get into like which groups you guys are intrigued by, but I do want to add with the World Cup groups, um, as you guys know, uh, one of my kind of home countries is Senegal. I was super happy to see them in a really easy group. So just saying, really happy they qualified. Um, they have Qatar, Ecuador, and the Netherlands. So they're in they're in great position. Um, but yeah, just had to give cool. a little Senegal nice. plug. Dave, how long did you live there? I lived in Senegal for four years. So basically my high school years were in Senegal and they've had some fantastic players over the years right now. You know, Sadio Mane and wow, I am blanking on the keeper for Chelsea, but he also <laughs> is Senegalese. So anyway, super cool for Senegal. Um, hopefully they can move on from the group. Yay, Senegal. Yeah. All right. Two quick fan questions because Riley has to go play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Insight into what I do with my free time. Brian and Lenexa, not my dad. Oh Different my Brian. I'm reading Different the question Brian. right now. And it Brian asks, what the hell is a baseball defender? Please make Dave explain. Okay. Explain so the context of this question. The context of it was when I was explaining how much pressure is on a keeper and if their mistakes go straight on the scoreboard it reminds me of baseball where if you if you make a mistake there is literally a column up there to count the defensive mistakes the errors and so it was like yeah that's a lot of pressure and it's all on you but instead of talking like i'd ever watched a game of baseball before i said it's similar to being a baseball defender or a defender in baseball or something <laughs> okay guys they're called fielders like <laughs> dude i didn't uh, even catch it so clearly yes. baseball is my favorite sport <laughs> no i remember so you, you saying it and me being like man i could give dave some crap for this one but i'm gonna let it slide <laughs> Do you like how I didn't even like realize? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. So I know they're called fielders, but yeah, I I figured. I mean, yeah, Remy, you're not a you're not a baseball fan, I don't think. But I I wouldn't say so. <laughs> but yes, they're called fielders. What they do is play defense. Okay, Brian. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Thank yes. you, thank you, Brian, for writing in. And we have one more question. We actually got this one two weeks ago um, from Tate in uh, West Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, asked, uh, can you explain subbing? Players don't just go in and out, right? In high school soccer, we almost subbed like we were playing basketball, but it seems they rarely sub in MLS. And I love this question because I want people to feel like you can listen to this podcast and not be an expert in sport in Kansas City or soccer in general. Like, this is awesome because there might be other listeners. I always talk to my students this way. Like if you ask a question, someone else probably has the question too. So thank you, Tate, for asking. Yeah. I guarantee you my sister listening from Condern, Germany does not know how subbing works in MLS. So <laughs> Well, Remy, do you want to talk about it? 
Yeah, I'd be happy to talk about subbing. So MLS has rules for how many uh, times a team can sub uh, in a game. So I know like in high school and sometimes in college, depending on the level of play, um, you can only sub in like if you ha- your team has possession of the ball. It doesn't really matter in MLS as long as uh, the ball is stopped, um, you can sub in. Uh, usually like in a typical MLS year, they were only allowed three subs per game. So that's why you would kind of like, you wouldn't really see any subs in the first half unless a player got hurt because you want to save those subs as long as you can to make sure that you can get like fresh legs in the offense or just be careful if there's an injury later in the game and then you don't have any subs left. The last couple of years, I think it's probably because of COVID something. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're allowed five subs in a game now. Yes. Yes. And they did make that permanent now. Oh, I didn't even know that. So yeah, that, that is great. how subbing works. Great job, yes. Remy. Oh, thanks. And thanks, Tate, for the question. Yeah. We appreciate it. And continue to write in. If you have questions for us or about soccer or anything, please uh, continue to write in. But hey, guys, we did it. We're all back together. Mm-hmm. And we, we recorded made a podcast. Yeah, so, I kind of realized that like spring and summer get really busy because the weather gets nicer. And so like all of us are pretty like outdoorsy and athletic and we just like want to go and do stuff and be with friends, you know? Yes. So I would expect potentially for the next couple of weeks there to be some some off weeks more than more than just one here or there. So sorry, Jake. Yeah, hopefully not too many. Our fan. Yeah, but <laughs> it'll but happen. We love we love talking to you. Don't get me wrong. This is one of the highlights of my week every week. But sometimes life happens and I am flying somewhere or my wife is doing a wedding in Texas and she's like, no, you can't record a wedding or a podcast in the middle of a wedding ceremony. Well, never say never. Not with that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But hey, Remy, where can folks find us? You can find us on Instagram, the app, or you can find us at the Sporting KC game on April 9th at Children's Mercy Park. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, honestly, let's and just do that. Slide us like a paper message, like in a detective movie, if you have a listener. Or question. just say hi and yeah, ask or, us. Or yeah. don't act like a bank robber. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Or, well, if you do have listener questions or comments or you just need some friends in the virtual internet sphere, um, <laughs> uh, yep. That's all I needed to say. I like that um, Remy just extended her online friendship to everyone. She's like, um, I will be your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can email us at onesportingway at gmail.com. I want to thank everyone for listening and continuing to share. Drop us a review on, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you listen. And you can catch us next time right down here at One Sporting Way. Ding. <laughs>